0: Does God exist? The answer is somewhat tricky to get at, hence the reason humanity has been at war with itself over the issue since before, well, since before Christ was a baby. Let's look at some examples from the two sides of the debate and draw a conclusion from them. There can be no God, because God would never allow evil to run rampant over the earth. Instead, the planet would be a paradise where everyone and everything lives in perfect harmony. Perhaps predators would be vegetarians, though it could be suggested that ideally no one would eat anything at all, since plants have as much a right to life as any other living thing. In that case, maybe all life would become dependent on scavenging. Frankly, though, scavenging doesn't sound very appealing, though it would save on funeral expenses. Regardless, while the earth may have begun a paradise, as a paradise it quickly becomes more like man's trash heap. That may not be evil per se, but it sure isn't healthy either so no god. 2. There must be a god, because if you've read the Bible, or heard the Charlton-Eston audiobook version where the meek have inherited long guns from the NRA, then you know that Adam and Eve were evicted from the Garden of Eden, aka Paradise, they'd eaten an apple from the Tree of Knowledge, which they were forbidden to do. That being the case, no paradise for any of us, and evil gets his pass. Of course, that whole scenario begs the question, assuming the presence of the tree meant they had no knowledge to begin with. Were the first two people numbskulls? Why then put the tree of knowledge in the middle of the garden, knowing that until they ate from it, neither Adam or Eve would be able to tell an apple from an elephant? That, plus a couple of numbskulls, would naturally head straight for it, because they were numbskulls. Sounds like a rigged system, right? It also leads to another, somewhat unsettling question. If God created man in his own image, and Adam and Eve began as numbskulls, what does that make God exactly? These important questions will ever likely never be satisfactorily explained, at least not rationally. Maybe that's all as well. 3. There can be no God, because if there was, we'd all know someone about it. We'd all somehow know about it, and would stop wasting our time killing the very planet we need to keep ourselves alive. 4. There must be a God, because the Bible states that the earth was given to man by him to do with as man pleased. Well, that was pretty dumb, because people don't need much of an excuse to run wild. But there it is. Most people will also believe anything they're told, so if they're destroying the planet, it must mean they're following God's will. Ergo, God must exist by reason of the majority rule. <coughs> there must be a God, because Jesus in the Bible says so. There can be no God, because as great a guy as he probably was, Jesus is dead, and isn't here to prove us just what he was trying to say, or to back up any of his claims. He didn't write anything down either. He did lots of interviews, but we know how reporters like to put their own spin on things, so those stories are about as trustworthy as Trump. They are, to coin a new term, dis-Trumpful. As for the Bible, there is no bibliography in it. In other words, no way to clarify if any of what purports is true. Honestly, you'd think by the time in civilization, writers would have known to publish their sources. 969-year-old men, indeed. Methilusa was probably someone's pet tortoise. Conclusion. The jury is out. Whether he exists or not is beside the point anyway. Even a numbskull knows that killing, raping, pillaging, war, littering, and all other bad stuff people like to indulge in is just morally wrong. So stop worrying about whether God exists and start living like he does and that he's watching you. Best regards. Angus MacDonald, Blockbard. Read by Mackenzie Andres.